Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Joy, welcome back to the Homework Podcast. So good to see you. Hi, Charlene. Welcome back. Yeah, so good to see you. Yes, I, I know our listeners have been having a great time with our members coming on, our community members that we've been coming on the show. You know, Courtney, boy, she has really rocked my dreams. So when you talk to Courtney, you let her know that the person who said that she didn't dream is really dreaming. Yeah, can you t- can you tell us more about that? You were telling me that all of a sudden you're remembering all these. Now you can't turn back, turn the no, faucet off. No, so tell we have to have Courtney back on because Courtney's got to tell me how to stop these dreams. Well, you remember she talked about how she was having dreams and her her significant other was having dreams. They were having similar dreams at night. And I was like believing that that was like, no way that can really happen. Well, anyway, one day my hubby woke up and he said, I dreamt about somebody chasing me. And I said, I did too. And the more we were talking, we were comparing dreams. We had similar dreams that same night. And I was like, doom, 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 doom. it is true. It is true. And boy, I have been having really vivid dreams ever since that show. I kid you not. So if you missed that show, listeners, you got to go back and and listen to Invite Your Dreams. Yeah, I think you and I joked about going to take a nap that day. And sure enough, I went to take a nap and remembered my dreams that I think I think like maybe at two dreams during a nap that time. And now it's like, oh, what are they meaning? What do they mean? Yes. And and that's the beauty of it, too. The dreams and the meaning. So you guys mm-hmm. got to check that episode out. That's episode 12. Invite your dreams in with Courtney. But we are so excited today. We don't have any community members today. It's Joy and I and our podcast producer, Mike, in the house. We are so <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah. No, I, listen, no guests today. So it's you just got to settle for me. <laughs> yeah. Behind, behind the show. We love it. <laughs> and don't and don't let that fool you. He is busy with his two or three podcast shows of his own, in addition to producing us. So we are excited that you've taken some time today to really hang with us. And uh, 
which I think is an interesting topic that we can go ahead and jump into. Um, I know around the world, as we've been keeping up with news since the vaccine vaccines have come out, right, that people are now starting to get vaccinated. And mm-hmm. I have had my first shot. Woo-woo, woo-woo. Woo-woo. And Joy, have you had yours? Yeah, I've had mine. I had the one-shot kind of vaccine. And uh, this is so interesting, the response, right, that people are saying that, like, this excitement, this celebratory attitude about getting their vaccine, you know, and a lot of people have been nervous about the vaccines, nervous about side effects, nervous whether to get them, whether it's safe or not. And you and I have made it through ours so far. Yes. And it really does come with a sense of uh, this this feeling of looking at the rest of the year differently, I feel like, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. And you and I talked about it. And, and I have to tell you one thing um, that Joy did for me is that I did have a little bit of a side effect, um, not immediately, but I have one. And I went to see Joy and she did a... a you know, a, a treatment on me that helped relieve some of that built up, you know, antihistamines that I was still carrying in my body. Um, so it's not uncommon, right, Joy, that if you don't mm-hmm. react in the first 15 or 20 minutes, I mean, I sat there for 30, no, 45 minutes, because I was like, I just want to be sure, because where I would have my vaccinations, they were all, um, you know, uh, first responders. And I was like, I'm in a room full of of the right people, the right people. So if anything's going to happen, I'm going to stay here and, and and make sure you know I'm I'm safe. Yeah, because you're in the category of having a response to vaccines before, right? Yes. Or yes. medications before, and yes. so it you know it's like this with every medical decision. I feel like th- there's not a hundred percent safety feeling in terms of there's always a percentage of unknown, even when we get a surgery, even if somebody goes in to have a baby, even if somebody goes in to get a prescription medication, it's like, how many people do you know who have to switch medications or they come out of the surgery and there's recovery time? It's like every medical intervention has a little bit of the unknown to it because we're so unique in our makeup, you know what I mean? And so the vaccines are just another territory of a little bit of this unknown. And so mm-hmm. it's it's interesting that as we're all navigating it, what's coming up for some people. And I was the same way. I had to get treat I had to treat myself. <laughs> I had to I was on a Zoom call one day and I had needles in my fingers and my toes <laughs> because <laughs> I had to course correct after getting the vaccine because I had major side effects. And it was also bearable knowing that what it was coming from and knowing there was an end in sight. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, and it, and there's amazing, I'm so thankful that there's amazing acupuncture points that help integrate what it's supposed to be doing in your body, you know? Yeah. So now with that said, so I'm ready to shake things up. And I, and that's why we have Michael on because we things are, st- people starting to get a little bit of, you know, everything's opening up and we can have our, we can have a whole show on, you know, what we, how we feel about everything starting to open back up, but things are opening up and, and people are feeling hopeful and, um, 
you know, people wanting to travel and hug their loved ones. And, you know, so we brought Mike on the show because Mike is, and his wife are shaking some things up now post-COVID. Yeah, uh, uh, me and my wife, uh, 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 me and my wife met 10 years ago. So uh, one of the things that really brought us together was the idea of moving to California one day. And uh, and so this has always been in the cards. This has always been on our minds. Uh, it's it's one of the reasons why we've never really felt settled here, because that's always been the ultimate goal. And, uh, it, it, you know, with the with the pandemic going on and all that stuff like that, it you really start to think about <clears throat> being able to go places. Yeah, you know, when you were locked down for almost a year, you mm-hmm. go, you know, what what is the one thing that you need to do or you want to do? And uh, we're we're moving to we're, we're moving to California. My wife is a teacher, and um, she's been recruited by a couple of places out there. And uh, and so we've always wanted to go and we're looking at this opportunity coming out of the pandemic and uh, us going, all right, we're you know what, we're we need to do this. If we're not going to do it, we're never, ever going to do it. And we might as well go ahead and get ourselves settled here in Maryland. Um, But that's not that's not what we want. We wanted to settle in California. Um, And I've been wanting to go since ever since I graduated from college. That was that was always the goal for me. I'm almost 40. I graduated from college in 06. So people can do the math at that point, but uh, I'm almost 40. And so I like, if I, if I'm going to do it, this is the best time. I've heard a lot of things about the forties. There are some of the best years. I'm excited about my forties. I'm 39. I'll be 40 next year, but uh, yeah, like we're, we're really, this is going to be a huge step for both of us. My wife is very close with her family. So we're moving across the country. Of course, my, all my family are, is here. um, But uh, it's a that's a huge thing to move your life across the country, move away from all your friends, all all the things that you know. Um, so that is the that's the big thing there is us us moving to San Diego, which is which is wild. Every time we talk about it and think about it. Well, trust me, you're gonna have a lot of visitors wow. from the from the <laughs> east coast. Snowbirds I have no are doubt. Snowbirds are gonna be heading west. I have no doubt. Dad's already talked about. I told Lucy, I was like, just prepare yourself. My dad's gonna call an hour, about an hour out. He's gonna be like, hey, I'm on the west coast. I'm thinking about. We're on our way down to San Diego. I was like, just prepare yourself. We're we're near a very good aquarium, which my dad loves, and a nice zoo. So I think we'll see him fairly often. And we're next to the water, so like. And everybody will just have been vaccinated. So everybody's going to be planning trips. I mean, airplane tickets are already going through the roof. People are itchy, itching to make a move, you know, because people have been bottled up for a year. And so there's a lot of people making these moves who some people made moves during it, but some people have been waiting for this time to, to pull the trigger on some things, you know, so. Absolutely. you're right, Joy. In terms, it's called um, revenge travel. What, what one publication called it that people airline tickets are gone up. So, okay, confession. My best friend, you know, we, we were supposed to go to London last year. We didn't get to go. She, we started looking at airfares, and it was so ridiculously high now. And but she is the best person to travel with because she can find the best deals. So we locked in Thanksgiving girlfriend's trip to London. Now. We don't know if we're going to be able to go. 
right? We don't know <laughs> if mommy's going to close back down or open back up, but just having something, that milestone to look forward to, you know, that symbol. How does that feel? Oh my gosh. It, it feels like that we're on the other side while we're not over on the other side of the pandemic. I mean, even though I have my shot, I still am, am practicing um, pre vaccination safety. And, but it, it, there's this awakening that's happening inside of me. Remember the show we did, we talked about how, you know, I was eating a lot of, a lot of pizza <laughs> because I was missing traveling Italy. Right? Uh-huh. and going to Italy. It's like, now I'm feeling like, wow, this is a possibility again. Doesn't it feel sort of like a new chapter or something like like a fresh start or something? Do you feel like you're having a a new a fresh start, Mike, or does it not feel real yet? I mean, this is I mean, it's real. When we when I ordered that pod last week, it was real. Like it's it's we're going. And and so it it is kind of like a a new start for us. We've been like looking for something to shake some our lives up here. And um, it does, it looks like my career here on the East coast has kind of run its course in a way um, with the pandemic and radio and how radio is being changing in this situation. <clears throat> so it's, it's, it's kind of a new start. My wife is looking for a way to kind of reinvent herself and um, be different and really learn about herself and, and, um, Cause she wants to be a different, she wants to be something more. And uh, sometimes it's hard here. Cause you get stuck in these, you get pigeonholed in these, um, these, I don't even know if it's expectations. You get pigeonholed in these things. People treat you the, you know, you get stuck. So she's the youngest mm-hmm. of, of three. And uh, sometimes they treat her a little, you know, like she's a baby and all that stuff like that. And so she's trying to, to shed this old, uh, shell of herself to become something something new and more and to into and, and to learn more and be different and be in a place where there's not a safety net per se um because she's never mm-hmm. really been out on her own so it, not like this she hasn't i mean the farthest we went so far is, is charleston and um and it worked out well you know when it comes to us being away from family but i think she's really been looking forward to this we want we're also welcoming the the idea of being settled We've just never been settled. Like this is where family is, is, but we've always had this looming. California's kind of been this looming shadow over us, this looming cloud over us because we want to get there. It's just never seemed to be the right time to get there. And so like, I think we're ready to shed that and, and, and try to be in a place where we're settled, where this is where we want to be and what that takes from there. Cause when you're always, in a holding pattern like we are, you never really get settled. You never really look forward because you're like, we have to do this. We have to get to this. So um, it's it's going to be a different mindset and we're and we're ready for it. It's scary, but uh, I definitely think we're ready for it. But it, yeah, it's kind of like a, a reset, awakening, of rebirth, all that, all those things, all those analogies and like a phoenix out of the fire, like all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, this is this is what we've been really preparing for. Everything we've done up until now, until this moment, we were just saying this to, I was just saying this to Lucy, my wife. She was like, it's been for this. This is what we've been 
Hmm. preparing ourselves for is to move across the country to get to California where we want to be. And, um, that's, and that's, that's, that's heavy. It's also heavy as well. So, cause you want things to go well. Do you think that would have happened? Do you think you would have gotten to this peak if the pandemic had not have happened? There's a lot of things that I don't think would have happened if the pandemic hadn't happened. Um, I don't think that honesty, I don't think this podcast would exist in the way it does without the pandemic, to be honest, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. um, right. Yeah. Like, right. I, I love this podcast. I love working on this podcast and I love the things that we've done so far. And I look forward to so much more. So like, I don't think, I don't think this podcast would exist um, without the pandemic. I don't think that um, I would have realize some things about the whole podcasting game and all that stuff like that and getting myself you know into this position to be able to produce podcasts and be a podcast producer for other people and and build what I've done and learn I've actually learned I taught myself how to edit video in in, in while we were in quarantine so there's a lot of things um of course my radio career would have been far more different than it is now like I mean essentially it's it's non-existent but if the pandemic had never happened, uh, I probably would still be on the radio. I'd probably be looking for another radio job as we speak more full time. Like things just would have been vastly, vastly different. So it's 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 weird and exciting all at the same time. It's it's strange to think how how things could have been so different if nothing. It, it just kind of, you know, you know, withered away. But I don't know how yeah. everybody else feels like about that. Well, I, I just want to snap my fingers, really, because as I'm listening to you, I'm hearing shaking. I'm hearing I see a cocoon where the pandemic served as a cocoon to really get that that feel of what you guys want to do. And now I see two butterflies get ready to fly off to, you know, the West Coast. And I like what you said, Mike, about if it wasn't for the pandemic, some of these things would not have happened. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you think, you know, I, I want our listeners really to think about, you know, not what the news has projected, not what we've ingested from the media and all the things. What are those lessons in the pause? What the, I call, I call the pandemic, the pause. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. what, you know, what, what would you say, Joy and Mike, that the, a lesson from the pandemic that, you know, that on the post COVID side, you're going to take with you. Cause you know wow. how, you know how we can forget. Right. Yeah. I think it was a really beautiful pivot. It almost like a pressure cooker, <laughs> but also an opportunity to pivot from for everybody to pivot out of whatever they needed to pivot out of into something else. So a lot of people pivoted out of relationships. <laughs> a lot of people pivoted out of their life, out of their job, whether they liked it or not, you know what I mean? And and it could be felt like a pressure cooker if you were whoever you were living with or whatever job you were in and the uncertainty of it, you know? And yeah. so I think it, brought us closer to ourselves in a sense in and how strong we are how resilient we are how adaptable we are and and what we need you know yeah. like some of us were like oh this I'm clear now I 
I can't have this anymore, <laughs> or my tolerance for this is done, or I've got to make a change in this area of life. You know what I mean? And so that's what I hope travels through is people's and my own ability to be clear and make decisions quickly based on what's true for you. You know what I mean? Whereas before I think things could drag on longer because we could tolerate things and we would just keep ourselves busy and distracted, busy and distracted constantly, you know, and, and, and 2020 was really like a stop, look yourself in the mirror and what's in you. What do you, what are you capable of? What do you want to be capable of? And, and make some tough, hard calls, you know? And I think that was good for business in some cases, shut some things down, open some things up. Same for people. I think it shut some things down, open some right. things up for the bet it's like pruning you know what i mean it's like rose bushes need to be pruned down before they grow again and so i sort of think there's some strength in being able to do that for yourself too you know absolutely what about you mike i love that it was beautifully said joy um I think like it's such a it's such I've had such a love hate relationship with this pandemic like you like um, it, it took me five years to get to a position where I was on air and everything is connected to my career at this point like because I've I put so much into my career and um, I've been home I've been home technically I've been home longer than everybody's been in the pandemic because I was re- I, I was laid off from um, I was working at a school. I was working at the same school my wife was working at. And then I got laid off because the position was being eliminated. So I've been home. People people are like, oh, I'm tired of the being at home. But I've been home for almost two years straight now. So um, it's been it's been a very weird situation. But I always had radio. So radio was always there. I could go there on Saturdays. I could spend my six hours on the radio and I'd be fine. But the pandemic took all of those things from me. So it's kind of been a love hate relationship with me in this, in this pandemic. So uh, it it took, I mean, it all, but put a complete stop on my radio career, which is very hard. So I've grieved during this pandemic as well, when it comes to my career. And um, so it's, it's, it's hard. It's sometimes it's hard to talk about it. It's hard to say when people ask me that question, because there are some good things that have come from it. And then there's some bad things. And I'm still battling those, the, how those bad things have an effect on me. Uh, yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's, that's a hard, it's a tough question for me to answer, to be honest, because I'm still trying to figure my way through it. Right. I'm trying to figure out what's best for me on the under, other end of this pandemic. And am I in a better position because of it? Um, things have changed. There are things that I've that have added to my life that I enjoy, and then there, and, you know, and then there's this other half of it that is uh, sad, very sad. Because I've like, if anyone knows me, I've put in a lot of work for my career and made a lot of sacrifices. Like I don't get that. Listen, I probably worked just as hard as anybody else. Got paid half the money, maybe even less, just to just to be in the position to do what I do. So um, I don't know. That's such a hard question. I don't yeah. want to keep rambling, but it, it's a weird question to answer. No, it, it's a per, it's a personal question because it's a different and, it, and the answer is going to be different for everyone based on, you know, the experience that we've all lived through. We've lived through a pandemic, but the how we've lived through it has been different. And, you know, I, 
I see a lot of people and I'm talking a lot of people who who whose careers have been turned upside down, who take a salt shaker and just shake it out. All those years of just shook it out like salt and pepper out of a salt shaker. Right. And now they're like, okay, bits and pieces of me are, have come out of that shaker. Mm -hmm. And where do I, who am I to Joy's point? Who am I and what's important to me and what will I tolerate and what will I control or try to control? And what's more important to me right now? I, I see that salt shaker, salt and pepper shaker just shaking and people are sh are really still shaking. So Mike, what you're sharing is really that's to me that shaking, right? That's still happening post COVID, even though you know things are starting to get back. Things are s not settled. Things are still shaking. Yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of people who are nervous about the future, about the next few months, um, so, sort of like this feeling of being having one foot on the gas pedal and one foot on the brake at the same time. Like, oh, yes, I want to travel again. I want to hug people. I want to do Thanksgiving tomorrow. And then at the same time, they're have, feeling social anxiety and nervousness about being around people and the, doing the same kinds of things they used to do before. Um, what, like, is it really zero to 60 and five minutes flat? You know what I mean? Or are there stepping stones to get there? And I find a lot of that really just breaks down to something as simple as our senses. Like sensory overload for some people is physical, emotional, some people are really sensitive to a lot of sounds and people being close to them and smells and sights and touch and taste, like being on the metro again here. Some people are really freaked out about having to go back on the metro because people have gotten used to a bigger space bubble, you know? And so all of a sudden going back to offices where you share an office with a cube mate or or being on a plane, a packed plane, or being on the metro. You know what I mean? It's like some people are having this like nervousness, I'm feeling. Absolutely. I mean, Gartner just did a study, and they're, they're actually still doing a study on people returning back to the office, right? How many want to work remote? How many don't want to come back? How many days a week would you hmm. be wa wanting to be around people again? And you remember the anxiety, you know, going into the pandemic, there's this like you said, this other social anxiety that's happening as we're coming back into what we're calling crowded spaces. But really, that's how we were operating. We were in restaurants with a lot of people at the same time. We were at the amusement parks. You know, it was that was normal. And you're right in terms of how do we step back into to this, right? I was in a rest. I, I, I went to pick up some food from a restaurant and I forgot that they allow people to sit in and eat. So I go in there, nobody's got a mask on. Give me my food. Let me get out of here. I was just, I just panicked. I was like, oh my God. And the guy was laughing and talking. I was like, oh, he doesn't have COVID. Right? And I'm thinking, duh, you had your first shot. Duh, you have a mask on. <laughs> and you and you still have some you know distance between them, but you yeah. but that that's what I'm talking about. It's like 
uh, we should give ourselves some grace and know that coming out of it and getting back into, you know, a rhythm again um, is going to take some time. And I want to put a plug in. We got to get out of this COVID driving. There's been so many accidents on the road because they're saying people are driving fast as though there was no traffic. And it's like, come on, ease ease up on the gas, right? Oh, so we can live. Yeah. And you know what I'm seeing more of is I think because I think I have no proof of this because during the pandemic, people were more connected and especially with video, um, video calls more. I feel like we're more of a thing. Uh, FaceTiming was more of a thing during the pandemic, even than it was before. And so I have passed about a dozen cars this week of people on a video call while they're driving. (laughs) like they're FaceTiming or whatever, you know what I mean? And so I think the the video call thing has just transferred into the car. And I was like, whoa, that's a new level of talking on your phone yeah. while you're driving, you know? And yeah. I was like, what, what's happening here? And so many yeah. people were more um, just attached. I saw a guy driving and scrolling through Twitter at the same time. <laughs> like we, like wow what what oh, driving has just gone out the window right driving skills yeah i mean it, it, i think this i mean it really has changed when you really look back of how much we're changing like uh like i said uh, lucy's a teacher and they're talking about next year having school full-time but also possibly doing distance learning so like teachers would be specifically assigned to distance learning, remote learning. And she's seen a plenty of jobs out there that are asking for uh, uh, distance learning teachers that will take a pot of kids and they will um, they will learn that way because the pandemic has proven mm-hmm. that a lot of kids are, are are doing a lot better in this kind of distance learning setting where you're not worried about. Uh, you know, the people around you, what you're wearing, what boy likes you, what girl likes you, what person likes you. Like you're not mm-hmm. dealing with all of that. You're just there to able to focus on school. And uh, but I mean, it really has changed how you do things. I, I used to work concerts and promotions and in, ra- in radio. And there's this clip that I saw this clip of one of my friends that put up that I used to work with. And you realize that concert venues, all of those things, we were just packed right on in there and then you you immediately in this in this in this covid world and this post like this post quarantine thing you go oh my god we were we were packed in there tight no wonder this thing spread like wildfire the way it did because this is this was normal to us and now uh we're just having try we're having to navigate how we do this now um as we start to open back up and events start to open back up one of the reasons why we're moving to San Diego is cuz I'm a huge nerd and I want to live closer to San Diego Comic-Con <laughs> so it's, oh, that's yeah. one of that's one of the things and they just announced that they're uh, having they're they're bringing it back Thanksgiving weekend and I was like are you serious yeah I was like yes cuz I didn't even know if I was I was like I'm getting ready to move to San Diego I don't know if Comic-Con is going to ever going to come back so like I'm excited. And then I have a friend of mine who I worked with and he's like, he's like, I don't know, COVID's kind of ruined con the con experience for me because these cons were packed with people and it was just, just in droves. You could walk by, you know, everywhere in this convention center, it was packed. So uh, 
I think I think we're trying to learn how to navigate this. And it does. It brings a little bit of anxiety going back into the world like it is. And um, but I don't I think things have changed. I think people are very are very much aware of how how much we were in contact with each other. Uh, even with all this technology, we were actually still pretty, pretty in contact with each yeah. other. Yeah, pretty connected. Um, even when, and before that, we were in a world where people were like, "Oh, we're not connected anymore." But uh, I mm-hmm. think, I think the pandemic, even though we weren't in each other's faces, I think we realized that we needed that connection in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And even when people were like, "I don't need people. I'd rather just stay in my house all day." I'd rather I can talk to people now. I don't have to leave my house. But I think people realize now how important that human face to face interaction is because this whole thing has changed. You don't have to. I mean, you don't even have to um, go get your own food anymore. You have someone shop for you and they drop it off at your doorstep. There's no reason to leave your house anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, so I, I can't remember the last time I've been in a store. Honestly, and my love, my wife right. loves the grocery shop. I hate it, but but when's the last time she's actually been to a store to grocery shop? Like it's it's right. very it's a very interesting world we live in. I think that part's interesting because I think there's some people who are sensory sensitive and are having an easier time in the world because of the screen time only. Like you said, like kids don't have to deal with bullying or weird social cues they don't understand or that kind of thing. And then there's some people who have, like you said, gone on the other extreme and been so isolated that I'm almost seeing that I'm going to start prescribing some people to go get human contact, (laughs) go be in person with other people because there's some people who haven't and they haven't been touched. They haven't been hugged. They haven't been in real contact with real people. And I feel like there's something different that I being in tangible contact with someone feels different than being on a screen with someone. You know, there's just something really different. Like uh, we actually do pick up our heart waves actually do pick up what somebody's sensing next to us. And we used to feel that without even knowing, you know, we'd be packed in a concert, like you said, with hundreds of other people and how, and, and we were even packed in doctor's offices. <laughs> like you think about how many people were in a doctor's office before in a waiting area. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like going back to that situation? Like, Oh my gosh, how many, No. what it- are you? <laughs> Yeah, so it would breed a lot of anxiety. You're like, oh my god, what is this? Like, you're way too close to me right now. What are we doing? Um, so it's right. it's very interesting. But I I will tell you though, it is it is good to um, appreciate nature because I think what this what this has allowed us to do because for like those sensory seeking people, right? Th- those that need to cr- and crave to be out and among. I've been seeing so many people at the park in their cars, reading books, having lunch walking, sitting on benches. It's almost like we've gone back a little bit to um, appreciating nature. You know, the I've been taking more nature shots. All, all of my pictures I've been taking on my phone, it's like, a oh, that, that plant is budding, right? And, and when Joy and I, are, you know, when I have an appointment and, I, and we talk because we're in the same room, it does feel different than seeing seeing you on the screen. You're right. It it is the energy is such such alive in there. You know, when you're right in front of somebody, 
Um, and, uh, you know, while I've appreciated, you know, the fact that we've been able to do our, our podcasts, you know, like this, I, I can't wait for the day where the three of us are just sitting together and really, really chatting it up in the same room. And what energy would that would that bring forth? In a studio in San Diego with a view right. of the water. That's right. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, Joy, we're going to do a live show in San Diego. <laughs> it's a live show in San Diego. I'll take that on the beach. Let's do it. <laughs> on the beach. We can't wait. So, Mike, you are shaking things up in a major way. 2021 is your year. I, I certainly hope so. Everything seems to be pointing to, to that it is. So I, cer- I certainly hope so. Uh, but it's uh, like everyone else. I think everyone's just excited to be able to go and do things again and, and travel. Um, that I mean, that's definitely one of the things me and Lucy have talked about is we want to go do things like we want to we want to get out and do things. I feel like I've been trapped here in this house for a very, very long time. And I don't, I don't want to be trapped in here anymore. So uh, I get my vaccine tomorrow. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Cause I'm like, I have to get out of here. It's driving me crazy. Um, but it's just, it's been, it's just nice to be able to go and do things and be out and about and it not feel um, like everybody is like, don't, don't be, you can't be here. You can't be here and, and all that stuff like that. But um I hope like I hope that things things continue to open up. But I also f- hope that we don't forget that mentality, you know, forget the mentality of being mm-hmm. quarantined and being connected to the people and being able to to enjoy that. Because I think I think we did get that out of the out of quarantine. Just I think we realize how much we work and how much we focus on other things that don't really matter. And uh, which is big. And I've learned that a lot is that um there's a lot of stuff that's just a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. Mm. And, mm. and sometimes you you have to kind of you got to ignore the noise or let the, and, and ignore the noise and do what's going on with and focus on you. Yeah. And I think the quarantine has helped people realize that there's a lot of noise you don't need in your life and um that you need to really be focused on yourself and and, and others around you instead of whatever the external stuff that's happening it doesn't matter. So, yeah, it, what matters versus what doesn't matter. Yeah. And Charlene, yeah. for you, a trip to a girlfriend's trip for Thanksgiving is what matters. What matters. Apparently. Yeah, it does matter. You, you know, what matters is longevity of friendship. Right. And, and the, the the things that we cannot buy friendship. Well, you could buy friendship if you have enough money. But is that really true friendship? Right. Uh quality time with your significant other, you know, really being a part of raising your children and educating your children as tough as it is. I tell you, I would not take this last year for anything to be able to see and witness, you know, our daughter's last year of school, Mm. you know, um, Wow. And I'm, and I'm with you, Mike, there's been some, there's been some good things and there's not been some good things, but I will tell you that I still believe that the good things are ahead on the other side of, of this. And, and as people are shaking in the salt shaker, I like that analogy. Cause I feel like that's the, until we get settled. Um, 
Yeah. And you're looking at a new chapter yourself too of empty nester chapter. Oh, you're gonna start. That's gonna be that's a whole other show. We could bring we could bring some people on this show because I think that is that is enough. Joy, we gotta talk about that. That's gonna have you back in your office well, for a treat. What I here's here's the thing. Well, what I but find interesting right. about mm-hmm. about Charlene's situation is that this will be the first time that she's dealing with kind of an empty nester type of deal. My dad, this will be the second time. So like I'm really interested mm-hmm. to see how this shakes out for him because uh like I mean, like me, my brother and my sister from my dad's first marriage, like he's already dealt with this in some way, shape or form. So like it's going to be really interesting to see how this works for the both of you and how you deal with it, how he deals with it, Um, especially like, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting time for you, for you, for sure. Yes, it is an interesting time. And it's um, it's one of which I I have to say that the pandemic um, gave me something that I would have overlooked, right? In the hurry, I like what you said, the noise, the noise of life, the the swiftness of the pace that we were at, the priorities were in the wrong place, right? Right or wrong. But it it, it is a beautiful thing now to say, okay, yeah, yeah, the pandemic shook. It shook, but it, it's like, it's like an apple tree. How are you gonna get the apples off, right? Unless you vehemently shake it sometimes, right? Some fruit doesn't fall. And think of it, fruit, something sweet, something good doesn't fall unless sometimes with some vehement shaking. And I just think hmm. I'm just grateful for all the fruit that has come out of the shaking. Um, hmm. And uh, that I would not have had at all. Otherwise, yeah, right? Yeah. And so as we close, let's, you know, let's, let's give our, our listeners one thing in terms of shaking things up as we move through the other side of COVID. Well, I think there's something to think about there that this this is sort of like your final chance, your final hour before everyone's vaccinated and opening up and what do you need to shake up what you know some people haven't done it yet and and this is like the quiet hour before um the dawn the sunrise you know what i mean and it's sort of like looking within what what do you want to shake up what's true for your heart to shake up is it moving across the country (laughs) is it taking you know more time outside what is that thing that matters to make more time for and i would say who's going to own your pace of life Mm. Mm. who's going to own it good question right and and i'm wrestling with that i'm you know as things opening up am i going to go back to that pace right or am I going to own my own my pace if I'm not I'm not ready yet to be in a crowded space? And guess what? I'm OK with that because I'm going to own my pace. Right. And so that's the question I like to leave everybody. Who's going to own your pace? I like that. What about you, Mike? Too. Uh, I think I think uh, what I would tell people is don't put off 
don't put it off anymore. Whatever you you've always wanted to do or what you think you you're like, well, nobody would really either care about it or or do it with me. Um, just just do it because you never know what what could happen between now and then. And stop putting it off. Stop waiting. It's never going to be the right time. Like I mean, I mean that's really, really the the truth of it all. There's, there's never going to be the right time to do this, and so you should just do it. Like at that point, and I I think that for me and my wife, we were like, listen, either we do it or we're not doing it at all, and 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 that, and we decided that we needed to to do it and move across the country. So like we got tired of putting it off, and I think, um, you know, during the pandemic, you think I thought about. You know, am I ever going to get to London? Am I ever going to get to do all of these things that I want to do? And and so I realized that we have to just stop putting it off, and just mm. and 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 do it, because um, there will be another virus. The question is, is how it will be handled? And th- I mean, that's the reality of it all. We just live in a world where these things happen. So. Um, mm-hmm. We could be in a quarantine next year. We could be talking about this and could be in another quarantine based off another virus. I hope not. I don't. I don't. I hope we're better prepared. Hope we learned our mm-hmm. lessons. But don't put it off. What you can do, what you can start or do today, don't put it off. Just, just do it. Stop thinking about it. Do it. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's that, that's saying. If not now, when? Right. And then also too, it feels good when you ha- when you stop saying that you're going to do something and you've done it. It gives capacity. Mm-hmm. It gives capacity for you to continue to reinvent yourself and bring out new ideas and new dreams. So, wow, mm-hmm. we can go on and on and on, but we're shaking things up here on the homework podcast. We want to hear what you've sh- what you're shaking up. You know, as we're coming out of the other side of it, email us at the homework pod at Gmail. Also too, share with us on our Instagram page at the homework pod. And we are streaming. Tell all your friends we're streaming on Spotify, iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. And we're going to have some more of our community members on future shows. But this was a great show. I enjoy spending time with Joy and Mike. And we're going to continue to do some homework together. So until Mm -hmm. next time, tell your friends and join us on the what, Joy? On the homework show. That's right. We'll see you next episode.